0: guys welcome to the jack midkiff podcast on this podcast i want to talk about things that are relevant to you because they are relevant to me we're humans and a lot of the stuff that we deal with whether we're black white red yellow whether we are male female quite frankly christian non-christian whether we're religious, not religious, we're humans and it affects us all. And so on this podcast, I want to talk about things that are real. I want to talk about things that are funny. And so we're going to talk a lot about people (laughs) because people are funny. And you know what? I want to talk about things that will help us during our day, keep our faith up, keep our attitudes right keep a smile on your face you know the joy of the lord is your strength and joy and happiness are two different things but it is very true and and it is absolutely imperative that we remember that joy comes from god happiness comes from what happens and circumstances and all that kind of stuff how we react how we respond The way we look at it, the lens by which we view things, it's all affected by what we choose to think about. And today's topic is attitude. How to cultivate a right attitude. Do you always have the right attitude? I know that I don't always have the right attitude. When I was thinking about attitude, I thought about this story about this guy named John. He was gifted a parrot, and this parrot had the worst attitude. This parrot always would say rude things. He would uh, he would use profanity, and his attitude was always just really, really bad. John loved the fact that he had an uh, had a parrot, so he was trying his best to uh, change the parrot's attitude so he would put soft music on he would say aff- uh, words of affirmation to the parrot nothing changed well one day john got fed up with the parrot's attitude and i mean he just took him and just shook him and he said you're going to have a better attitude you're going to do this still didn't change he got madder he took the parrot and he put it in the freezer of the refrigerator. He first heard the parrot going off in the freezer. I mean, he he heard cussing going on in the freezer and things just moving around. And then all of a sudden, like that, quiet. John thought, oh no, I've killed the parrot. He opened the door. As soon as he opened the door, the parrot stepped out onto John's arm and he said, Sir John, I would like to apologize for my attitude. I believe that I have caused you to have a bad attitude and would you please forgive me and i'm willing to do anything i can to make amends john was absolutely freaked out he was so elated with happiness he said what made you change your attitude the parrot said well first may i ask what did the chicken do get it he was in the freezer and he saw the chicken okay the point is your attitude might bring things that you don't want. So it's better to change your attitude before that happens. And the best way I believe that you have a good attitude is you focus on the right things. Well, you know what? I'm a preacher, so I'm going to tell you the first thing you need to do is determine where your spiritual focus is. We are spirits. We live in bodies. We possess souls. Our soul is our, our intellect, our will, our emotions. Our body, of course, is what we you know, feel with and move with, and it's kind of what people identify us as. You know, we are what we look like. Well, that's only in the natural sense. Spiritually speaking, is who we really are. That's why we need to use the power of meditation I'm not talking about, you know, sometimes sometimes Christians get a little weirded out when you use the word meditation. I'm not talking about any kind of weird meditation. I'm talking about meditating on the word, meditating on what Jesus said. What did Jesus say? Do How did Jesus say react to people? What did Jesus say to um, the, for instance, in one of my recent uh, talks at the church, I talked about uh, what he said to the. Publicans and the Pharisees and all those people that are named in the Bible as being very traditional and religious and really not so much tuned in, if you would, to the feelings and the uh, needs of people. And Jesus used parables. He used the parable of the coin. He used the parable of the prodigal son, and he used the parable of... um, the one sheep left the flock and he had a hundred sheep and one left and he left the 99 and went after the one and was so excited to find the one. When we put our focus on that, it changes our attitude. When we put our focus on the love of Jesus, it changes our attitude. You know what, even I like to, I like to get up each morning and and what I like to say I w- I heard this a few years ago. I like to get my soul happy. In other words, what makes you feel good inside? You know what makes me feel good? I love country music. So I'll turn on country music. Now you got to watch with country music cuz man, what's the old joke on co- uh, on country music how to uh, what do you get when you run a country song backwards? You get your dog back and you your wife back <laughs> and you get your kids back. Well, you know what I'm talking about? inspiring music so if it ain't country maybe it could be uh 80s rock or it could be today's newest music whatever it is if that makes you happy use that if that changes your attitude use that i personally love to i love to watch westerns so sometimes i get up in the morning and i'll turn a western on and just let it go it helps my attitude whatever it takes i think we should focus on what we want to be and become that and of course i believe you can only do that with the help of god you know the holy spirit inside of us but i believe we should look at our attitude as a tool a tool to do what it is that we want to do because the word says i can do all things through christ that strengthens me now i looked up what the word attitude means and it 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 means a settled way of thinking or feeling about someone or something typically one that is reflected in a person's behavior Uh, you know you've always you've you've already met that person that they walk into the room and you go oh they've got a foul attitude oh their attitude is great i want to be like them we'll notice that because it affects the atmosphere your attitude affects the atmosphere matter of fact if you're listening to me and you're a parent and your kid has a bad attitude the first place i would ask you to look is your attitude (laughs) what are how are you how are you relating to that child how are you responding to that child Are you always, you know, I saw this on social media one day. It said, you can't hurt my feelings. I used to hold the flashlight for my dad. (laughs) You know, so are you, uh, are you that dad or that mom that your kid is scared to say anything wrong? I'm not trying to bring condemnation to you. I'm just saying, we've got to figure out why we have a bad attitude. Why we're not getting what we want in our atmosphere. So, the first, one of the first things I want to point out to you is how we think impacts our entire life. Bad attitudes damage friendship. Bad attitudes drive people away from us. The same way that good attitudes allow God to bless us. Good attitudes uh, makes relationships better, and they bring. And this is this is something that's very important that. I I always try to keep in my mind, is good attitudes bring new relationships that are inspiring. Because people that have already conquered the attitude battle, if you would, they're also looking for people with good attitudes. Whether you want to call it setting the vibe, whether you want to call it adjusting the atmosphere, whatever you want to call it, good attitudes brings more people to you with good attitudes. Here's here's another thought. Our thoughts are shaped by either the Word, which is the Bible, the Word of God, or the world. We live in this world, but the Word says that we're not of this world. So the only way that we can keep the right attitude is remember by what standards we should be living you know go back to the little story about the, it, the parrot he just thought that old john was supposed to do whatever he wanted and he just was going to have a bad attitude it, it didn't matter but when he saw what happened to the chicken that kind of changed the perspective a little bit well you know what understand that your attitude will cause things to come into your life some people call that um karma. Some people call it uh, the universe, you know, doing whatever. What I call it is sowing and reaping. (laughs) Whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap because I live my life by what the Word of God says. It's important to cultivate the right thoughts and attitudes and understand that we have a choice on what we set our minds on. It's kind of like this. You can't help what you see but you can help what you look at you can't help what you think initially you can't help a thought that comes in your mind i'm not a psychologist obviously by any stretch of the imagination but i've heard studies that have been done of the thousands of thoughts that someone has in a day. Well, we can't act on every one of those thoughts. We can't act on every one of those uh, intuitions or attitudes. So we choose what thoughts that we ponder on. We choose what we, you know, it's kind of like, did you ever watch The Price is Right uh, growing up? I did. And they would get on this this uh they were going to the showcase and they would bob barker now think it's drew he gets them up there and they pull the wheel they know it's going to land on something but they're not sure exactly what it's going to land on they hope for the best well guess what we we can't really do that we have to be more intentional about that the world will hand us all these thoughts What we see gives us all these thoughts. But what we focus on is our choice. And I encourage you to look at the word and it says in Philippians 4.8, keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, And then notice that it said in the beginning, keep your thoughts fixed. And then on the next part of this, the last part of this verse, it says, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God. So there again, going back just a little bit, what I just said, you can't help what comes through your mind because it's going to come through your ears and your eyes and through the situation or the circumstances, but you can help what you Keep your thoughts fixed on. You can help what you fasten your thoughts to in your life on a daily basis. What we expose ourselves to influences how we think. It determines how we feel. It uh, changes our response. It changes what we choose to be like. You know, I... I choose to listen to certain preachers, quite frankly. You get on YouTube, there's a plethora. There's literally thousands, if not hundreds of thousands. I know there's tens of thousands of different uh, talks and sermons and things that you choose from. Well, I'm very specific on who I allow to speak into my life because of the attitude that it'll produce in me. Because if I listen to someone that is just really passionate about something, you know, if, it's, if, if he's passionate about sin or if he's passionate about this and that, his attitude will bleed over into me. Why? Because I'm allowing that to come in. I'm focusing on that. I made a decision to listen to that. We, what we expose ourselves to will determine how we feel. So, I want to encourage you to internalize the will of God. There's a difference in uh, being a Christian and being um, kind of, how should I say this, being open to the idea of Christianity. See, I can be open to the idea of a lot of things, but I make a choice to become what I am. God has given me that power. He gave. He, he's given every created thing. The power. Like uh, it, it's, mankind can choose. Adam chose. Adam and Eve chose to disobey God. We can choose to be whatever we want to be. That's pretty exciting. But it's also. It also comes with a lot of responsibility. See I have to make a a choice of what I want, what kind of um, heritage or reputation I want to leave on this earth. I can't wait till I'm gone (laughs) to determine that. I can't wait until my life is almost over to determine that. So I have to make those choices today. And, And so, therefore, I have to focus on my attitude. You know what? We've all had uh tragedies in our lives i could sit here and i could tell you about deaths uh in my family i could tell you about all these things that i could allow to bring me down all you got to do is focus on a thought and that thought will come right back up all you got to do is focus on a, a moment and that moment will come right back up and it can be just as real once again so what i do is i have to make a choice to put those things in the right place in my life. It's not always easy. Neither will I ever tell you it is. But my little phrase I've said for a long time, we don't necessarily need easy, we just need possible. And God makes it possible. All things are possible to those that believe. There again, that's what the Bible says. Internalizing whatever you're dealing whatever you're doing, when you internalize that, it will give you a specific attitude toward where you're going or away from where you've been. So internalizing the word of God will uh, protect you from negative thoughts. Our attitude then will affect the people around us, right? However you choose to be is what you're going to project on other people. Our attitude affects everybody we meet. Our attitude affects those that we love. Our attitude affects those that we don't love. Uh, The thought processing that we do on a daily basis, the thought processes that we have that govern what we think about always affects the attitudes that we have and are extremely important to the God that we serve. Because... He has a plan for you. He, he has an idea for you. He has success in mind for you. So it's important to God what we think about. It's important to God what we internalize. It's important to God. Uh, he wants the best for us. So he doesn't want you to sit around and think about all your faults. When you think about all your faults, you think you, you think about the failures. Well, you're not a failure in his mind. You're, you're, a, you're a great, wonderful masterpiece that he has placed on this earth he knew the thoughts that he had for you before you were even born while the word says while you were in your mama's womb so he wants the best for us but just remember this he does give you freedom and he gives you the freedom of choice to decide what you think about so our decision as to how we think will profoundly affect the quality of your life don't feel helpless in the quality of your life there's your tweet (laughs) because you're not helpless in the quality of you don't have to settle deuteronomy 30 verse 19 today i have given you the choice between life and death you have the choice today and the reason your attitude is so important is because you will choose whatever you're feeling it's just what we do have you ever heard someone say, I I just I just want comfort food? Why is that? Because they probably need comfort. But when you're feeling motivated and you're not feeling like the victim, you're not feeling like you're you are subject to what everybody else says, but you're making your own decisions, then you don't look for comfort food. You look very strategically for the food that is fuel for your body, right? you make good decisions because you know you're in control well your attitude is what makes you feel like you're either in control or not so we have to understand we live in a negative negative world but and it's a limiting world but we're not limited by the negativity that is around us a bad attitude quite frankly, is a result of dwelling in the negativity. But a good attitude is a result of understanding who we are, whose we are, and understanding that... uh, You remember the chicken. (laughs) We don't don't want to end up... Have you ever seen other people's lives and you go, oh, I'm glad that ain't me. Well, guess what? But by the grace of God. But by the... I guess that's why I'm not judgmental toward homeless people. But by the grace of God, I'm not homeless today. Because I'm no better than anybody. You're no better than anybody. But by the grace of God, my children are healthy and and productive today. But by the grace of God. And, and we when we keep that attitude, then... We remind ourselves that, that God, the all-powerful God, has given us strength to help us uh, absorb the uh, influence of the Word into our life. Just absorb it into our being, just like a sponge. You know, you take a sponge and you, you, you make it small you squeeze it real hard and then you put it down in some water and it just takes all that water in. Then you bring it out and you squeeze the sponge and 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 there's water going everywhere. It absorbed all that. I want to spend my life in the presence of God to the point that I absorb His patience. I absorb the, the joy because the joy of the Lord is my strength. We can counteract the things in the world that come against us. We can counteract the things in the world that bring us down. We can counteract the things in the world that bring us pain by turning over our minds to God and allowing His way of thinking to become our way of thinking. Because I really hope you understand today that God is not surprised about anything in your life. Someone once said, has it ever occurred to you that nothing occurs to God? Romans 12, 2 says, stop imitating the ideas and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. So focusing on the positive things in your life puts us in touch with the joy of God because I believe that all good things come from God all bad things come from Satan your enemy the devil is roaming this world trying to consume whoever he can that's what the Bible says Nehemiah 8 10 says then he said unto them go your way eat the fat drink the sweet send portions to them who have nothing prepared for this day is holy unto the Lord neither be ye sorry for the joy of the Lord is your strength God does not want you to go through life down. God does not want you go to go through life alone. God does not want you to go through life with a bad attitude. Because there's things to do. There's things to enjoy. There's things to encounter. <laughs> there's things to uh, focus on that takes us to another place. Listen, we can all focus on the bad, but when you focus on the good, the good will be reproduced. That's just the principles that God set into place uh, when he created us. Dependent on your own resources, however. So what does that mean? Depending on your ability to think your way out of something. You know why you, what should be good enough proof that you can't think your way out of something? Is you, those sleepless nights That you laid and you thought, oh, no, this is coming. Oh, no, I I don't know what I'm going to do. And then you go and it turned out totally different than you thought. Well, that means you didn't have the ability, nor do I, have the ability to to think our way out of trouble. (laughs) We don't have the ability to think our way out of a certain situation. So, when you understand that you can't depend on your own resources, uh, then you get to the place where you know that you have to have total reliance on god and that changes the attitude that changes our thought process bringing god into the situation bringing god and god thoughts into the situation is a total game changer in the outcome of any said situation. Matthew 19, says, Looking into their eyes, Jesus replied, Humanly speaking, no one, because no one can save himself, but what seems impossible to you is never impossible to God. The key to success is to trust that God is not only able, but He's willing. That's the key. He's not only able to do, but He's willing to do. Really, the only thing He's waiting on is for you to believe that and for you to trust that. Because really, believing that God is able and He will keeps your attitude right. Keeps us exactly in the right place. Listen, I want to pray for you. God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for my brother my sister that they would keep the right attitude help me god keep the right attitude in my walk in life so that i can be more like you and help people understand how good you are in jesus name amen i appreciate you being a part of this uh, podcast that's what i was trying to say and you can go to all the different streaming platforms and you can download this share it with your friends i want to thank my producers kenzie midkiff and molly walker they are so wonderful and i appreciate them making this possible and i appreciate you being a part of my life through these podcasts god bless you and hey remember if you have a bad attitude remember the chicken